Look, I'm a native Detroiter as well. Brother Charlie, a legend there. Live from downtown Detroit, it's No BS News Hour with my main man, Charlie. Na 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 all right, well, anyway, welcome to the No BS Lunch Hour. This microphone here paid for by Hall Financial reminds you that over 40% of Americans don't have $500 in an emergency fund. And a lot of people don't realize they can use the equity in their home to put themselves in a better financial position. Karen, as you know, a cash out refi from Hall Financial can help relieve financial stress. And keep you and your family prepared for the future and keep your family fed in the short term. So, whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your current home, you need to call Hall Financial first at 866-CALL-HALL or get started by going to callhallfirst.com. The other side of this microphone, the cord to this microphone <laughs> is paid by Legacy Partners and I encourage you to take advantage of what I'm telling you. So when you're watching TV and you're bombarded by insurance ad promising to save you money, you know they never really do. So I've been telling you, March been telling you, Karen's been doing it. Yep. Hippie, hippie's doing it. Are you doing it with your with your auto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm calling this Wednesday. He's calling this Wednesday. Oh. Why, why not today? Why not today? <laughs> don't yeah, we're pro- doing the show. Don't procrastinate. After the show. Okay. What about Tuesday? Got to work at the Coney. So does what you do occupy twenty four hours every day? You don't. You need yeah, time dude. management assistance, dude. All you, all you gotta do is call. All you gotta do is call five eight six two zero nine four one zero six. Say, okay, I got five minutes, bro. This is what I'm paying for my car insurance. This is what I need. What can you do? That's it. Yeah, it was, it was easy. And then they'll call you back at the end of your shift. Yep. I'm telling you, I'm telling. You, save thousands. Get more insurance. Yeah, or do it by email. They were very, do it very, by email. very thorough, very helpful, do it very by, responsive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they well, were. I don't have an email for them. Oh, I got an email. I feel special. Oh, you got an email? Yeah. Should get to, okay, you want to share with the rest of us? No. And I mean, no. I'll, I'll get that e- email, right? Listen, they're independent. <laughs> they shop carriers for you, and you're going to find out you're going to get the best deal around that you didn't know you could get because you don't shop for yourself. 586 209 4106, Legacy Partners. And the man. Luke Nowacki. He paid for the base. Had had a long talk with him last night. He's very interested in our guest. I'm sure. Coming. Should I tell him this is time to tease? Yeah. Dan Strack, the executive director of Project Veritas with us. Yeah, that's a get right there. There you go, YouTube. Start blocking. Go on Facebook. Start blocking. We can't talk to each other anymore. Just go, Mm -hmm. fuck you anyway. (laughs) I mean, the money I made these people. That's true. I got over 100 million clicks on YouTube. Yeah. And how do they repay me for making them wealthy? Shadow ban. That shadow ban. By hurting themselves. By hurting them. <laughs> by hurting the country. <laughs> Look, we're no pushes over here, right? But if everybody else gets to talk about what's going on, 
Yeah, we're going to talk, too. Then we're going to talk, too. That's why we got Dan Strack coming up. So, Luke Nowacki, I know. He's listening. But Luke wants to remind you, the market's done very well in January. Nice little bounce, right? Did you panic? Did you overreact? You probably did because you didn't have financial advice. Nobody likes to move mo- lose money. And sometimes trying to avoid losing money loses you money. It's true. So get some rational, focused, sound, sound, personal, and or professional financial advice, whether you're a small business owner, a trustee on a pension, or run-of-the-mill investor trying to get the kid through college, you call Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. Sound financial advice. All right, good? Yeah. Now, Dan, how you doing, baby? Can can you hear us? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Doing well, Charlie. Thanks for having me. What what are you in the are you, are, are you in the New York Harbor there floating around on the on the on the ferry to Brooklyn? I am afloat. It's true. It's true. Uh, Wait for the snow lady to come get me. Okay. Now look, man. Um You guys when what was it? Last week? Put out uh the Pfizer video? Was it was it last yeah. week? Spe- yeah. Uh uh well, it's going on two weeks now, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, basically, this is the biggest video in the history of Project Veritas. Uh, they got booted off of uh, YouTube, but uh, it's still available on Twitter. Over 30 million views on Twitter alone. Uh, it features a character named Jordan Tristan Walker. The Apparently, I'm going to ask Dan about this. The Pfizer Director of Research and Development, comma, Strategic Operations and MRNA Scientific Planning. Now, this is one of the Veritas undercover videos. There's a Veritas reporter posing as a date with this guy. Finds him on, where do you find him on, man? Grinder. Where, where do you find him? We don't really talk about sources and tactics, but we find our subjects anywhere from conferences to walking down the street um, in a variety of different ways. Hmm. Hmm. So you can't say exactly how. Okay, so anyhow, um, they're having a drink, maybe some pizza, and this dude starts going off and he implies that Pfizer's manipulating the COVID virus in an attempt to create a new vaccine before the virus naturally mutates itself. So now we have questions of directed evolution versus gain of function repercussions accusations of the global public health apparatus being in the pocket of big pharma this has created a, a really big stir brother and let's just begin with this you got you know you got all the uh, you know the, the 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 lefties there's there's the righties and then there's the lefties and it's like it's patently false there's it's an allegation that Mr. Walker worked for Pfizer, but we don't even know that. Does this guy or did this guy have this title and work for Pfizer and how do we know it? As we understand it through corroboration, both from inside sources as well as publicly available data, which has been quite quickly scrubbed from the internet, uh, almost in semi real time as we launched the story. Um, He was working for the Boston Consulting Group as a consultant to Pfizer, um, moved to Pfizer, looks like full-time, I believe, May of 2021. Um, We had um, met with the subject, 
did a number of interviews. He did not know he was being interviewed, but he knew what he was saying. We don't allege anything. We don't endorse people. We don't advocate for things. We show you the subject with their mouth moving, words, their words, not ours. We don't editorialize. Um, so he said what he said. I think if you notice, and with my Wall Street background, we all know that you know news late on Friday night is meant to be completely ignored. Uh, and Pfizer, of course, put out an 8 p.m. Um, response to our story without mentioning Project Veritas, without mentioning these interviews, without mentioning anything other than sort of saying, we don't do gain-of-function research, we don't do directed evolution research, except in these rare cases where we kind of do. So before, maybe some people listening here or watching here haven't seen the video so why don't we just play you guys got a clip we'll, we'll play like a little germane clip here right about cash cow if you have it like how the these vaccines are a cash cow for buyers go ahead what, what's the goal for, for Pfizer of doing that so probably what they want to do is like to try to figure out to some extent try to figure out like you know there's all these new strains of variants that just pop up why don't we try to like catch them before they pop up in nature and we can develop a vaccine prophylactic for like new variants yeah so that's why they're thinking like if we do it control the lab then we say oh this is an epitope and so then if it comes out later on like in the public we already have a vaccine kind of working on it oh my god that's perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that the, like the best business model though? Like, just control nature before nature even happens itself, right? Yeah, yeah. If it works. <laughs> what do you mean if it works? Because like some of the times there were just mutations that pop up, right? And they were not prepared for it, like with Delta or Omicron right. and things like that. So who knows? I mean, either way, it's gonna be a cash cow. COVID will probably be a cash cow for us for a while going forward. Get a question for him? Uh, well, sure. I mean, I, I can ask a question off of that. What, um, oh, I thought you were giving me the question. No, 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 I wasn't. I was just, how much time was left. Um, I guess the first question is, I mean, I just assumed they did this anyway. What, what is the worry, the worry here with that clip in particular, that big pharma might be genetically modifying, uh, microorganisms to create vaccines or treatments for a disease in the future. I think the issue is that we keep, in many of our stories, we keep hearing the different terms being used for different, we, we don't call it CRT in critical race theory in, in one of our past reports. Um, as long as we don't call it CRT, we can actually teach it. The same thing here, as long as we don't call it, um, you know, gain of function research, we can do it. So hence the directed evolution. Again, we're not editorializing. We're not even saying this is important, but obviously the general public thinks it's important because it is our most viewed um, video ever, um, and no mainstream media has covered it. Um, and we've obviously been been taken down on YouTube. The first video has. The second video and some follow-ups have not. Well, sure. Dan, that's, that's awful. But Dan, you obviously think there was some degree of importance in yeah. the, the content of the video because you posted it. I mean, you've shared it. And now, I mean, so what relevance did you find in that exchange? I think the two biggest components were that directed evolution sounds a heck of a lot like gain of function. Now, I'm not an mRNA scientist. Um, I'm not a doctor. Um, but I think common sense tells you when you're modifying these things this to, in order to gain function, um, 
and direct evolution, it sounds kind of like the same thing. And there are a lot of unanswered questions about the origins of COVID. Um, we're not allowed to do directed uh, evolution research here or gain a function research here in the United States. That's why we outsource it to Wuhan, as a, as a, very, um, a lot of folks say. Um, and I think that's important for the public to know that it looks like there's, there's definitely something going on that they don't want the general public to know. This doc, uh, Dr. Walker said, don't tell anybody what I'm about to tell you. Um, that in and of itself, I think the public has a right to know. The other component, I think, which might be confirmational for some that was important is the the rotating sort of wheel of, of, of employment between pharmaceutical companies and their regulators, um, which I think is important for people to understand as well. Well, I would say, man, OK, let's let's get to this thing. Number one, when if you're doing journalism, Number one, you got to verify that this guy actually works with Pfizer before you, you kick out any video whatsoever. Two, he's in there parsing, you know, talking about, he's giggling, you know, we're going to uh, mess, mess with the proteins that cause the spikes in the virus, et cetera, et cetera. And they're arguing your undercover reporter and the doctor about gain of function versus, um, um, directed evolution if i was doing it I, that would be in my piece now i did i did it you know we know each other thank you for being on here gain of function research is defined as research that improves the ability of a pathogen to cause disease improve the ability of it to cause disease um directed evolution is defined as the labo uh, laboratory process by which biological entities with desired traits are creative through rounds of genetic diversification. So one is to make a virus more virulent and the other one is to manipulate it for whatever purpose you might need, health, vaccines, whatever. So I would, we, the thing is we don't know. But isn't this all under research and development anyway? I mean, and I'm not well, saying- Well, should it be? It's it, the, it's, it's the yeah. question. That's the big, I think yeah. the big reason- this thing is going crazy is should big pharma be fucking with the virus at all now one last thing here dan i know it's a big roundabout i looked at what pfizer sent out pfizer never confirmed nor denied that this walker guy worked for him three days later right it's okay. still not today mm -hmm. and i went through it and I, I called a couple scientist friends of mine here's what's interesting pfizer says in the first paragraph of its Friday night press release, Pfizer has not conducted gain of function or direct evolution research, period, Mark. That's what they say. Yeah. Hmm. Now they go on to say it's buried in here. In a limited number of cases when a full virus does not contain any known gain of function mutations, such virus may be engineered to enable the assessment of antiviral activity in cells. So they countered their earlier statement. Well, gain of function can come from genetic modification. But like he was saying, it's kind of a um, vernacular or word-based puzzle that they're, you know, a lot of legal people do this, a lot of medical people, because it goes over our heads. Now, they're saying two different things. Now, now Dan, it was, it was your organization that lit this up. Are you guys doing some more journalism to get straight what it exactly they do and what exactly is in industry standard? Absolutely. We have follow-up uh, investigations going on right now, and I don't have anything more to say on that yet. And certainly when we do, we'll, we'll, we'll be releasing that. Um, a couple of things I'll say is we did um, 
we do extensive research on all of our subjects to make sure they are who they say they are. We understand that good journalism can hurt people. So we make sure that the people we're interviewing um, aren't just having a bad day, that there's actually something there that they're trying to hide from the general public. They say the thing in private that they will never say in public. We deceive our subject in order to tell the truth to our audience. And I think the other thing that people aren't talking about a lot is the research is happening on monkeys here in the United States. Um, you know, at some level, I, I would expect to hear from PETA, no? Um, so I think we also had a number of insiders come forward with organizational charts, internal documents that had Jordan Walker on the org charts. We know who his manager is. We publish those things. Well, see, the reason so, I'm asking, man, is because, look, I, me, first of all, I never trick anybody when I do my journalism. You do yours, and, and there's room for everybody to do what they do in life. But what if this guy was was lying? Because I'm looking at the mainstream ignoring this, and obviously a lot of people have questions about what's going on in the labs. If this is happening, it's a bit disturbing. But how... Do, it's so easy for people to dismiss it by saying, well, there's no record of this guy or nobody will uh, confirm or deny that he worked at Pfizer. Did you guys follow him going into the Pfizer work building? Because it's, it's that stupid that the credibility of this thing is, he, he's, still, he's still being fact-checked by mainstream news organization as the alleged employee. You get what I'm, where I'm going with this? I do, I do. Um, like I said, we've had internal documents that we did corroborate. We had insiders send us screenshots. Um, we had um, multiple organizational charts that showed Jordan Walker on that chart for Pfizer as an employee. Um, I think the fact that Pfizer hasn't denied any of it is telling. Speaks volumes, think, man. That's true. Yes, yes. We, we always confront our subjects um, after these types of interviews and ask them for their comment. The first thing that Dr. Walker had to say was that he's a liar. The very first thing out of his mouth, he's a liar, um, which I thought was really interesting, really telling. But then he proceeded to literally accost um, both James uh, and some of our other staff that was there filming the episode, um, trying to destroy the evidence, as it were, by, by taking our, our iPad and destroying it. By the way, we're gonna frame that and hang it on our headquarter walls. Um, but this and, guy thought he was on a date. So, I mean, you've got to, you know, you, you said you deceive your, you know, yourself. I mean, think about this. I mean, that's a that's a personal and probably very damaging thing. I mean, I don't know if, in fact, he's out. Um, you know, does that compromise him personally? So there's a personal component that's probably emotionally damaging for him as well. Yeah. Plus, yeah. He, plus he's if, if, if he is who he says he is and he knows what he knows, he's like, fuck. Yeah, now he's in trouble. But even be beside that, this guy thought he was on a date. For well, well, to that point, for the second video, um, did you try to reach out to him after the first video to get his comment on it? Or was it just a surprise thing? I mean, it's entertaining. I'll give you that. I just, what? The pizza parlor? The pizza parlor. We're getting ahead of okay, ourselves. Sorry. So there, there's the original video. And then there's the confrontation where, where broke, James O'Keefe yeah. co comes out and you know with the microphone like like it's uh was Chris Hansen to catch a and like hi Ella can I sit down with you was was this all shot on one night there, there were multiple meetings but, but obviously the meeting with James was one night okay so so you had a couple of dates, a couple of tape sessions, and then they got together for another date, and that's when you did the big reveal. Right, right. And, I, and I'll say, you know, Karen, I understand, that, and this is, 
this is uncomfortable. I remember when I first joined Project Veritas about a year ago, um, coming from Wall Street, where transparency is is is, is a very profound thing. Um, we 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 um, we. This is uncomfortable. We really good journalism, like I said, it hurts people. But there's no other way to do it. The the, the media now literally is standing in front of the me- in front of the podium with a megaphone shouting out the the, the, the message from behind. Mm-hmm. And what we are doing is we're running towards that podium with a microphone in their face. And that's really what real investigative journalism is about. Um, it can hurt people. We know that. That's why we're very careful. We go through great great lengths to make sure we do things ethically as possible. Um, now, you know, there's no other way to do this. I can't walk up and say, hey, I'm Dan Strack from Project Veritas. Can you tell me all the fraud you're perpetuating? Right. right. I understand. Um, well, I mean, it, but, but, but Dan, it's like, look, I can help you guys if you want to know the, the steps. Like, you, you get the video, and then before you do the, release the video, number one, how big is this guy in this, in this gigantic global firm? Charlie, is, Charlie we, we, did, we did that. We did that. And we how big is he? Like, where, where is he on the flow chart? Organizational charts at some at a place like Pfizer are very, very deep, but he's he's a little bit higher than I think you would expect him to be, and he's certainly not reporting directly to the CEO. But on certain org charts, we see him as high up as three people below him, the CEO. Um, so see that 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 would that would be helpful. That, see, like again, we published that Charlie. That's out I, there. I know, but I, I need that in the video, man, because like I need that in the video because it's all one thing for. But again, you run Veritas, I run No Bullshit News Hour. Okay, you know what I'm saying. One of the things that we do and part of our sort of creative um, and innovative journalism that we do is we like to hit with multiple multiple pieces. Yeah. Um, it's not just one video. We don't do a lot of really long form stuff. The attention span of most audiences is not that long. Mm-hmm. So we need to get the most salient points up front, get there. When people want to dig, we give them more. And and that that's how we- Okay, there's a good explanation. Here, let's play, let's play a little clip here. How about, which one you want to do? The, the outbreaks? If they, if they fuck with this and yeah, it gets loose, mm-hmm. yeah, hit me with that. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know, it's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like this, it's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, direct and evolution is very different. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses, like, yeah. they probably not. But you do like these like selected directional mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm learning about that. I don't know how that's gonna work. There not be any more outbreaks. I think that's telling, Charlie. If this guy is who you think he is, that's that's more than telling, bro. That's so flippant, first of all. Mm -hmm. And two, what the world's just been through. I'm you know, even if he you know, he's at the pizza parlor freaking out trying to break your shit. I was lying. That's nothing that a sophisticated human being playing with genetic codes in this, you know. Yeah. epic that we're living in that's fucking insane i mean th- th- you guys are very very smart and what in how you present it and, and even here because you've made some really good points about the incestuous nature between regulation and big pharma and transparency but my my fear is what people see is the three big boogeymen of government big pharma and um and media and the reaction is is, is normally a feeling a feeling reaction of this is bad. We're being lied to. We're being hidden. Um, but but I feel like your really good points are getting buried by the sensationalism of it. Do you agree with that? I don't think I do. I mean, I think the mainstream media is censoring things because they're all brought to you by Pfizer. We're mm-hmm. not brought to you by Pfizer. Um, so I think 
that that's really what's burying the, 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 the story. But can we look at the bigger picture here? I mean, ever since the virus was introduced, you know, I mean, everybody's been suspect about it, you know, where it came from, how it originated, how it was transmitted and, and, and turned into a pandemic. Then the, the quickness uh, with which there were three different vaccines and, you know, the inconsistencies in their effectiveness. I mean, so all of these questions and then anytime anybody questioned any of this, it was always misinformation, which is what now you your that? video is being and we, yeah, and, we, mean, and we still don't have an answer. The President yeah. of the United States said, I'm going to get to the bottom. I'm going to take and the United States security know. apparatus and figure out where it came from. And we don't have an answer. And if you don't mind, Dan, uh, Mark and Jesus, he mentioned something about Wuhan. This guy who's up on the flow chart, apparently. Mm-hmm. This what he, this what he said about that. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID. Well, that is not what we say to the public. No, don't tell anyone this. You got public show tell. You got public show tell. We're exploring like no, you know how the virus keeps mutating. Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is like why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can we can create undoubtedly develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that though, there's a risk of like as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating fucking viruses. It's to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something crazy. It's the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. That's telling. <laughs> Indeed. That's telling. Again, I mean, I think this, bro, if, if you're asking me and you're not, and thank you for being here, I would buckle down and get this shit lockstep that this guy indeed was a very high up executive at Pfizer whether he was in charge of business or not strategy or not he he's knows. privy to stuff whether he's in the laboratory or not like you you lay that out and it has to be taken seriously it absolutely has but to Dan be. made a good point uh, Charlie and it's the same point that we talk about here locally in terms of the media not disclosing discussing or sharing certain things because they're in bed with the people that you would be disclosing that information about and when we watch television every five minutes it's a pharmaceutical that's being promoted so they're not going to undermine their revenue stream to bring you the truth yeah now in this video Dan um if we could pull this up, this you brought this up earlier about the nexus between government regulators and the private pharma companies and how it's just a revolving door. Play that one if you will. For all government officials? Wow. Yeah, for any industry though. So like in the pharma industry, all the government uh, officials who like you know review our drugs, mostly yeah. they come work for pharma companies. Like the military, like all the like army and defense, like government officials eventually go work for the defense company afterwards. Yeah. How do you feel about that revolving door? Like it's pretty good for the industry to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators who have to approve our drugs know that once they stop being a regulator, they want to go work for the company, then I gotta be as hard as right. The American way. So, and in many ways, Charlie, this story's this story in particular are uh, is follow-ups from some of our past stories. We we did a um, a story around an FDA executive who who talked about just that that the industry is who pays them. The majority of the fees that go to the FDA are from people like Pfizer, from companies like Pfizer. Um, and there is that rotating door, that revolving door. Um, there's no doubt. There's conflict of interest there all over the place. See, agreed. 
and we all know it. It happens in Lansing. It happens in D.C. in the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. What I'm asking for is more from you. I'm, give me some names. Like, who's working for Pfizer that used to work for the FDA? I, I want to know that because I'll be on his fucking door. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where... Man, Google, Google Veritas and, and look at the fucking Wikipedia page. You know what I mean? Peel back the next layer. Peel back because then then I will actually start following your journalism and adding on to it. If You know what I mean? You're talking about how mainstream media and guilty as charged. I used to be. But, you know, I agree with you. There's things they don't want to do like mm-hmm. local corruption and whatnot. But if you would give me that, then I would pick up a piece and then we would start a ball rolling. Do you have a name? Anybody that worked at the FDA that now works at Pfizer? I don't have that right now, Charlie. Okay, you'll, but when you get one, you'll let me know or put out the video because we'll, we'll air it. We, we, need, we need brave people to, do, to, to, to be brave and, and do something. Um, you know, we're a nonprofit organization. We rely on tips. We rely on our, our journalists to come up with ideas and go after those stories. Um, we, we really, our innovative journalism is getting that person speaking those words that they say in private that they will not say in public. That's what we do. We don't editorialize um, and we don't really just regurgitate uh, public information for the sake of releasing a story. We need to have something that actually has impact and will we'll hopefully change things. This is also a follow-on story from Dr. Fauci when we, re- when we had a uh, FBI whistleblower come forward and give us inside documentation um, around from DARPA that talks specifically completely contradicting what Dr. Fauci said in the public. Um, it was brought before Congress. Dr. Fauci on the floor mentioned Project Veritas and this document. So a lot of this stuff is, is absolutely just follow-ups to our past stories. And we really try to Focus on stories. You've seen a lot of our education stories. Now we're talking about big pharma and big tech. We really try to have stories that can unite people, not divide people. I don't know what the right versus left divide really is anymore. I don't understand what Republicans are versus Democrats. We're not political here. I know we get painted that way, but we really like to believe that we transcend politics. We're looking for things that unify where everybody can understand. Like, let's not screw. Let's not try to play God. Don't screw with my kids. These are things that we should all be able to sit down and say we all agree with. So where does this leave the American public? I mean, you've got people that have been pushed uh, to get vaccines, to push, to get boosters, the whole, you know, every week there's a, a, a new variant of this. And, and people are still uncertain, but they were almost coerced into doing it, whether they thought it was something they should do or not. So where does this leave the American public? It's great. It's a great question, Karen. I don't have the answer. I really don't. Um, I think transparency needs to prevail and people need to be honest. Um, And I think that unfortunately, um, and I know this firsthand, you know, when you put humanity and money together, greed is there. Um, I think the pharmaceutical, this is my opinion, Dan Strack, not Project Veritas. But when you put, um, you know, pharmaceutical companies are in constant search for regular recurring revenue. That's what Wall Street wants to see. our, our FDA investigation actually yielded information around what we just found out, that the FDA has every in, in, inclination to make COVID shots an annual event. Mm-hmm. We were, these videos were, were, were taken off social media. You were, you were banned off Twitter if you were, were suggesting that. And we caught the FDA executives saying that out loud um, in private. Um, and the, now they're saying it publicly. 
Well, to me, to me, there's two different issues here. There's the aspect of you know YouTube or Google, whoever bearing stuff, which it, it, in a way only helps you. I mean, it only gets that name out there, gets that story out there. Uh, but the other aspect is what happened in the story, um, you know, and what Pfizer may or may not be doing. In your opinion, is the answer more government regulation to oversee this, to oversee um, if they are doing gain of function? Because yeah, I'll just answer it. Yeah, okay. I want government regulation when you're fucking with. You want more of it. The genetic code, okay. yes. But, but, I, I but do, does that but, work? Yes, I do. Okay. But does that work? Well, again, it doesn't matter if it works if it doesn't exist. It's got to exist at least, and then it must be enforced. I, I but just, it's got to be there. But, but I, that's the same issue that we keep talking about mm, in terms of lack of oversight. Well, I'm lack just going to answer the question again. Like, okay. if it's not illegal to fuck with the genetic code, mm-hmm. then no, nothing nefarious is being done i i do believe gain of function research uh, tell me dan your piece is that illegal in the united states i believe it is no it's not and it, mark it, says it, it's not well, in, cer- in certain areas it is what do, what do you mean by that if it's publicly funded because they removed that in like about 2017 there's talk about re-putting it in there which is fine but you still have private money that can go into researching things which is which is totally legal hmm Yes, yes. And I think that that's where they can do these studies where they're doing it internally. No one has oversight. The government doesn't need to know it until they pop out and say, hey, look what I found. Um, in the meantime, who knows what, what, what can go wrong? So at minimum, at minimum. No, no, you, no, no. You, you're not no, arguing with the guy I, like, I, like he's no, the know-all about all this. I'm not arguing. But you are. This is conversation. I need smarter conversation. I'm adding to what was said, right? about whether or not gain of function is or is not legal. Well, as far I, as I understand it, um, I think Mark, I it has say, less to do. It has less to do with it being legal or illegal. It has more ethical? to do that, that, that people like Dr. Fauci said they weren't doing it and they were NIH was not funding. It. Let me correct we it all. Let me correct it all before you start doing this, you guys, cause you're not experts. So we're not going to get into like pretending we're experts, right? Yeah. What's valuable here is that we, the people don't even know. And then it starts a conversation about what we want and how we want to leave a world to our kids, what the hazards might be and what the benefits might be. And we all agreed on that. That's the point yeah. of doing journalism. And limiting the speech. That's why I said there was two issues here. Yeah, so I n- think we kind of all agree on that aspect. Now, right? there's another video, which watch this one. This is a project. Uh, I don't know if we have it. A Project Veritas reporter goes to find... But what was his title? The it, global director of community standards or whatever. You know what I mean? Basically the censor. So they pulled this stuff off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then the reporter finds him on his midnight constitutional to give him the zing, zing, zing with the questions. And that gets pulled off the web, off of Facebook, off of Instagram, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a staple of fucking local TV news. Rob Wolchek here in Detroit has won 30 Emmys doing that. How is that not industry standard? That's a good question. Dan? I don't have an answer, Charlie. I don't have an answer. It's rules for thee and not for me. So then we can't have a discussion. Yeah, you're right, Charlie, but all of those things should send red flags to people to understand why is this information being withheld? Why can't we see this interview, whether it's in its entirety or has been checked out 200% or not? Why is this a threat? 
to what to the narrative that we've been told? That's a great question. That is a great question. Why is it a threat mm-hmm. to simply ask? Right. But they don't want us to ask, Charlie. It's been like that since the beginning. You're not supposed to ask. You're not supposed to question. People were ridiculed and ostracized if they did not buy into, you know, the whole vaccine thing. They called Donald Trump crazy. I mean, just all of this stuff well, because it, got it politicized, did yeah. because it did. Mm-hmm. Well, it did get politicized. But at even even today, I mean, you can't have a conversation with someone if someone is a vaxer and someone's not a vaxer. Then there's there's contentiousness between the two. Because one believes they're right and the other believes that the other one is wrong. And it's all, be- look, I'm a smart person. You're a smart person. Mark's a smart person. Dan's a smart person. Zach? <laughs> Focus issues. He's, but, he's cute. He can get away and with I, it. And I've been living through like dueling reports. Mm-hmm. I'm, can, I, can I just give one here that didn't get a lot of attention? Came out recently, posted by the CDC itself. You know, the CDC. Mm-hmm. About a natural immunity study. Okay, here's, here's the deal. Between May and November 2021, case and hospitalization rates were highest among persons who were unvaccinated or did not have COVID before. So those that didn't have COVID or didn't mm-hmm. get vaccine, they're the ones that got nailed, right? When, when Delta's coming through. Before Delta became the uh, predominant variant in June of 2021, Case rates were higher among persons who were previously infected but didn't have the vaccination and the people who were vaccinated but never had the infection, okay? But by early October, this is fact. You take it down if you want to. This is CDC. By early October of 2021, persons who survived the previous infection but didn't get the vaccine had a lower case rate than people who were vaccinated alone and never had it before. So mm-hmm. what's going on there? Like we have a vaccine that was effective and then when it mutates, it wasn't as effective. And then oh, you got it? you got Dr. Walker in here having a margarita and pizza telling you, hey, you know, we figured that out too. But that's the thing, or was it, Charlie? Or was it? I mean, Dr. Fauci doesn't come with the cleanest background record. The CDC has backtracked even on the simplest of things like masks. Remember, they started and they says, oh, you got to wear masks. And they came back and says, oh, that doesn't work. You need an N95. I mean, I understand it's an evolutionary. It's a it's a process and things are. But who do you believe? No pun intended. (laughs) Well, again, who do you believe? Do you believe Veritas? I, I, be, I believe that there's value in what that guy said. I, I really do. I mean, I think, and I told you guys this, I think back to early on, there was an interview on C-SPAN with the CEO of Pfizer. And he was there with Bill Gates. And every time before he'd answer a question, he'd look over at Bill Gates. And I'm thinking, okay, somebody explain this relationship to me while we're talking about the introduction of the vaccine. And Bill Gates is sitting here answering questions. Well, Dan, where are you going with this, Dan? Okay, you uncork this. What's the future move for Veritas? We want to inspire more whistleblowers. We want insiders to come forward with important information. We'll continue to do our journalism. We stand by our journalism. We think there's way more to come with this story. Um, but we, this story didn't just start. We've been reporting on this trend for, since the FDA, since DARPA documents, and we'll continue. Now, if, if I might, you know, uh, last final bits of questions. So this was a supposed date. You know, I mean, it's sort of like the Black Widow enticing this guy into your web. Um, 
One, who picks up the, the, the drink tab? And two, how far are your reporters willing to go? I mean, to get a guy to come back for a couple of dates, you're going to kind of dick tease a little bit. Like, where's, where's the ceiling? Who, who picks up the bills? And how far will your undercover reporters go? Our undercover reporters, there's never any physical activity at all, ever. Um, there are usually multiple meetings, um, but we have very high standards. They're never by themselves. We have always have supporters, um, support um, with all of our journalists. And they absolutely, we, we, we're a very high, we have very high standards. We've got a code of ethics that we all really believe in. Um, uh, I'm an Eagle Scout. James is an Eagle Scout. His dad's an Eagle Scout. Like we, we, we really believe this stuff. And while um, I understand optically, people might assume that something's happening, you know, that's untoward. It's it's not. Um, we have very high standards, and while we do deceive our subject, we absolutely there's no touching any at all. What about the drink tab? I think sometimes we probably pick up the tab, and sometimes they pick up the tab. I always pick up the tab. No free <laughs> drinks for this guy. But can I ask, and this may be inappropriate, is your reporter gay, or was he pretending to be gay to entice in this gentleman uh, on a date? Maybe he's curious. I, I'm just, I'm just because you're saying how far would it go? It was it a natural extension of who he was, or was he pretending? Um, I'm not going to get into um, the sexual orientation of any of my employees, um, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay, fair Alrighty. enough. That's fair enough. I was just, I'm just because I, I still think about this guy. He's probably you watch the view. I understand. You watch, you watch. I don't the view. Watch, No, I don't watch the view. Charlie. <laughs> you watch the view. No, I do not watch you the view. Watch but the I think view. about no one this watches guy. The view. This guy was probably heartbroken and devastated. In addition to being outed about something about his job, you know, he, he, he probably thought this guy was really interested in him. So well, he looked I mean, thirsty as hell. I'll tell you that. Much. Well, how do you know that? What was your, well, what you sound like Tom Brady him. now. What are you talking about? <laughs> Tom Brady is thirsty. <laughs> um, it, uh, yes. What was your question? Sorry. My question? Yeah. Oh, there, there was a question rolling about um, how much has Project Veritas made off of this story regarding donations? Because if you talk about things being for the money, some people might say, Oh, this sensational uh, expose is for more money. Have your donations increased? We definitely see response from our stories and in, in the form of donations. We've got a hundred thousand unique donors. Um, um, we're, by the way, projectveritas.com slash donate for anyone who wants to help us continue this journalism. Um, but when, when, when our stories are impactful, we absolutely see um, donations um, come in for sure. Uh, we, 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 we track a lot of this sort of stuff to be see what's impactful to people. But we certainly are not here to do it for the money. We're a 501c3. Um, our journalists care about uncovering truth. I, I, I worked on Wall Street for 22 years, mostly at Goldman Sachs, with wonderful What'd you do there? there? Uh, I ran a number of teams in the securities trading uh, division. Why aren't you with the um, government now? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't well, think that, I, that the sensationalism component of it would attract it's just the awareness sure. well but i just think that people are saying like wow yeah. this this is something and, and they want to support it so i don't you know i don't think it would necessarily we, we get, be for the purpose of sensationalism i don't see that 
Yeah, you're, you're right, Karen. We get a lot of really positive feedback from all of our supporters online via social media, some of our other private channels. Um, and, and people, these stories speak to them. And, you know, we try not to do things sensationally. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're a creative group of people mm-hmm. um, and, we, and we like to, you know, tell, tell stories that are entertaining and, and put, right. put a different spin on it. And sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Um, but that's that's what we do. And the, the group of people here, I was saying before, um, are absolutely mission driven. They want the truth to come out. Our mission really here is to build a, uh, a, a, an army of guerrilla journalists. And, and, that, and that's what we're doing. And we want to inspire others to do the same. Well, First, you know, like you said earlier, though, like if it's not sensational, you know, you're not going to do 60 minutes because it's boring. So you're picking the germane stuff, you know, you're selling what's what's clickable. And well, Which is please, fine. please now, please, please, please. You okay. mind? You mind? No, I don't mind. Go please. right. Go right ahead. Well, that's what what they are doing. Otherwise, that's why we're not getting the sixty minutes treatment. We're not getting fifteen minutes to expound on this whole thing. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. And, and all, all media that, has to be sensational. That's why the the video that's is. That's why that video is so heavily edited. And especially because it's so it's so much competition, you got to have something that's going to incite. And I'm not talking about well, the then, end, then, there I mean, we go. Well, well, we just answered that, but because yes, everybody knows that. And Charlie, you bring up another interesting point that I wanted to ask Dan about. If somebody wanted to see the whole unedited version, is that posted up on your website? I mean, is that a thing that you guys would put out there? Because that just seems to be their critique. Yeah. Of- well, where do you get it? Where it's not shadow banned or edited? So, so I think first or of edited. all. First of all, I, I have to answer the question with a question. What news media organization, and pick any of them, gives their complete unedited raw? I'll tell you how many. Zero. Zero. No one. Ever. ever. You have to edit yeah. things. There's hours upon hours of interview Never. potentially some of these some of these things. My, my wife was an actress for a long time. I know there's hours and hours that go into, you know, five minutes worth of film. So that's the same thing here. We need to make sure the salient moments are up top, make sure the audience sees what's so important. And that's what we edit. We do not take things out of context. We do not editorialize. I'm not. Well, you've been accused about that a lot. I'll leave I'll leave that for people to go to the Internet. But, you know, you've been there a year. But you You're can't good. give me an example. Give me an example of well, where, hey. Uh, we're taking out of context. Uh, mm, yeah, but if you're, if you're going to do... T- you're, you're talking to NPR, uh, people po- posing as Muslim um, financiers. They want good coverage. And when the film's edited, the person's laughing, put in laughing at a point where it wasn't in chronological order. I'd have to look at that again. I think that that was actually as Project Veritas started, and I think James funded that on his credit card, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, so I'd have to look exactly what you're talking about. But I, I'm, I'm, I was not here 12 years but ago. You, when that what happened. you're saying is what you're growing. You got stare because uh, James used to say I, we're we're not journalism. He used to say that. I don't. You'll have to show me when he said that because I think he's considered himself a journalist since the beginning. Right, Mark. I mean, I can I look for it. I thought I did read that. I and I agree with what you're saying about editing, but why not be different than these other media outlets and say, here's the most salient, um, important points up out front. But you know what? If you want to see the whole confrontation, because some people will, just to shut them up. 
and put it up on your No, no, no. Okay. Again, he I think he explained correctly. Okay. No fucking way am I putting my, but Charlie, my entire Hart, raw. But remember out there. when there was an issue with Tudor Dixon? Yeah, but you that, did you, go back and you and you I, showed the unedited version up, just yeah. for clarity. Yeah, but I, I I didn't give all you know, look, well, you look didn't. let me let's make this clear. All right. You misunderstand how media works. So now I'm gonna me and this guy are gonna tell you how. You guys are right. When there's a question about <laughs> our standards or what we did or did not do, I'm an open book. I'm going to show you the unedited version, but again, just for that segment, we go live. This whole thing here is live. That interview was not live. That was pre-recorded. Remember? Mm-hmm. So no, we're not. We're not, you know we. Okay. I was just going back to what Mark asked. That's but all. but I, I got I got to agree with you know. Okay. Strack over so here. I, two, 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 thing, two things I would say um, on that first. Um, we believe that we're the most transparent news organization on the planet in the sense that we don't quote sources familiar with the matter or anonymous sources. We actually show the person's lips moving. No one does that. I do no that. One. I do that. All right. Well, not what? all the time, but that's, that's because that's they're going to get, that's a it's a whistleblower and they're going to get slaughtered. But when I do that, that's not the linchpin People's mouth moving is not the linchpin of what I'm going to give the public. What I'm going to give the public is not only what's coming out of their mouth, but all the ancillary information that bolsters it. Not just going to, you know what I mean? This could be somebody says they know me and they talk shit about me. And it's like, do you know they didn't even know me? Or I met them one fucking time. How could you put that out there? That's the difference. Now, I want to say this. Watch this. This is what happens. When James O'Keefe, you know, the main man over there at uh, Project Veritas, walks into the pizza parlor, confronts the guy like it's candid camera, and Dr. Walker, allegedly Dr. Walker, goes berserk. We have it. Please unlock, please unlock the door. Please unlock the door. Unlock the door. Now that doesn't look like a guy who's pretending to be an employee somewhere in that, you know. No, he looks afraid. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He looks afraid. Well, he's busted. Yeah, he does. He looks afraid because now he's trusted someone to tell them that and something that he asked them to promise never to disclose. And now he realizes that it's on a platform larger than he ever imagined. Mm. That was fear. So um, the question becomes, he's breaking stuff being physical mm-hmm. with people dan that that that's not i was gonna say construed as assault it, it looks like battery to me um you can't find this guy why don't you press charges and have the police go find this guy the police did ask us if we wanted to press charges we said no i think um i think he's got enough going on in his own life now that um we don't need to necessarily put more undue pressure on him so um, no one was injured um, outside of our iPad, which is beyond repair. Um, so we, we we definitely did not press charges. But what did, what were you looking to do when he went in to confront him? What did you expect? What were you hoping for? We'd hope he could we could provide some 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 an, some answers to what you know if he thought that this was right and why why would we be hiding this to the, to the public? Why did you tell our journalists that you can't you can't repeat this? Um, those are the questions we want to know. See, and I, w- I would say this. This is, because you guys are under the microscope. I just 
try to be a little more transparent than what you just did. I'm like, because that'll be good fucking video. Because <laughs> I grew up on candid camera. He's laughing because oh, he knows. True. I, yeah. I grew up on candid camera. I learned from Rob Wolchek. Hey, guys, you work at an airplane building factory and you're out here smoking the weed and, and drinking the beers. I wouldn't want anybody like you building my airplane. And then watch them all run away. I, I mean, I'm just seeing sensationalism. Uh, yes. Well, plus, I need to confront you. I have this, and I'm gonna. And if you want to answer something terrific, and if you want to start breaking iPads and throw the pizza around, sure, we'll post that too. <laughs> Poor thing. He looks so I, afraid, I, though. I, I think it goes without saying, um, but in case it doesn't, um, we did not expect that at all. Um, that has got to be the most. Um, the craziest reaction we've we've ever really seen here at Project Veritas, and I think that video alone has gotten 15 million views. Yeah. So it's um, it's yeah. But wild. now he's an enemy of Pfizer. So I mean, imagine that. I mean, regardless of whether he was Whoa. in it, how deep See. he was, he's called out Pfizer. That's that's a and and what a job you know a Dan target. here has as the executive director. It's like, all right, I've got to keep some journalistic standards here. He's counting clicks. You know, he's talking about <laughs> you know, international profit margins, and it's like that's a lot to fucking juggle. I mean, congratulations on your new and exciting job. I know you make a billions on Wall Street, but now you know why we like doing journalism. There's no other job in the is? world like journalism. It's different every day, right, Dan? That's absolutely right. Absolutely My man. right. I'm proud to be here with this team. Oh, you're welcome. We'll have you on any time. <laughs> I think he meant his team. But. Oh, oh <laughs> they're, they're all. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so now you've got Chris, and now you've got Tucker, and now you've got Dan. All white guys. I know. Is, is that a, let's see a pattern there, Charlie. I like white guys. <laughs> what, do you? Yeah. Nice people. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks, Dan. Uh, good luck with everything. Uh, do you appreciate know, it. Let, yeah. let me know when you got something coming on, brother. Thanks, Charlie. Appreciate it. Talk soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. All right. We're now close. That was interesting. I I enjoyed that. I mean, but I really hope it makes people just to think like everything that you see and hear deserves to be questioned. It deserves, you know, and and you know what? Maybe sometimes it doesn't, Mm -hmm. but maybe, you know, I don't have anything off the top of my head, but this is kind of innocuous. All right. Listen, I got video of a guy who apparently we checked him out, he works at Pfizer, and this is a shit he's saying. Mm-hmm. That's not devastating. Yeah. yeah. That's no reason to pull that down. I mean, no. did he or didn't he? Are yeah. they or aren't they? But Charlie, the thing about it is, like we always say, it goes against the narrative. That's not what they want you to hear. That's not what they want you to think about. Just go with what we told you. That's conspiratorial because they, well, yeah, that's they what I'm telling you. is half of them. It's us. Okay. Fair enough. You know what I mean? I'm just tell. I'm just like I always say. I will never tell anybody what to think. I will just encourage you to do so. Think. I say you gotta be accurate. You wanna you wanna wind people up like that. I'm not saying that's inaccurate, yeah. but that's raw. Well, you know, I, I felt bad originally for that guy because you know he didn't know what was going on. But I got to tell you, my problem with a lot of things is how people react to stuff. People just don't know how to react to anything. And his reaction was fucking ridiculous right. to push the guy and break the iPad. Well, I mean, if he sat there calmly and maybe answered questions, he would have done himself and his company a lot lot more good than what he did. And again, the last thing here, last point, if I could. Yeah, of course. It's your show. <laughs> what? 
get it locked down that this guy mm-hmm. is actually a person of some stature who would be in the know because that's basically and that the sticking point exactly here. that would validate it all you're right you know what i mean and it that's it's too easy where this thing just pooped like again i, I think people know me i don't got to give caveats about myself hunter's ta- hunter biden's laptop's a real thing mm-hmm. does it matter to me not particularly only if the money went to his father sure that's worth pursuing not just dropping it and call it Russian disinformation, right? Yeah. It was worthwhile to see if Trump was involved in collusion with the Russians. It absolutely was. Did we? Did half the population get the, the answer they wanted? No. No. Well, that, that goes to the whole point of it's great to ask questions, but at some point you have to accept some answers. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's great to ask questions. And if you're the one asking the questions, you got to give the rest of us the answer. Yeah. It's not good enough just to raise a question. That's true. Yeah, and solutions. All right. Okay. Well done. See, did you know the earth is flat? <laughs> How do you know that, Charlie? I don't, but tune in Thursday <laughs> because the world's expert on a flat earthery will be joining Can't us. Can't wait. Me either. <laughs> oh, boy. And if anybody sees that gigantic ice wall. <laughs> Let us know. Surrounding the, I don't need, it's not even a globe, is it? The pancake. <laughs> Watch out for those White Walkers, too. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Wait, is it Game of Thrones or Game of Function? I... <laughs> Game of Function? 